What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Sheehan Show here on Shardog.com. Uh, and it's another betting show for everybody today, as we have a very interesting card uh, headlined by the two Rafaels, Dos Anjos and Fizayev, this week. Although one of them might be Raphael, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe it's not two Rafaels. Um, but this is a very interesting card. The top three fights, especially, are really, really intriguing for me. And it's the type of card you look at and you might think, ah, well, this isn't a great one. Maybe this is one I can uh, I can miss in terms of the names on it and everything. But when you look actually down through the card and uh, you look at the actual matchups themselves rather than just the names, it's actually pretty good. And I'm looking forward to the top three anyway. After that, there's a couple of other good fights. I really like the Jamie Malarkey, uh, Michael Johnson fight as well. I think that one uh, could potentially be very, very fun. But I... Um, I I do have a f- good few bets on this card. I have my five bets as always, but I really went back and forth on the bets this week. There are a lot of close fights, and especially one or two fights where I'm thinking like, right, I think someone's going to get knocked out in that fight. Which person is it going to be? Now, I didn't have a great week last week. I think I only got my guy Ian Gary plus 200. The rest of them, they went up in smoke, but I blame the fighters. <laughs> Last week was a, it was a great card coming in. Turned out to be pretty bad, especially in the main event. And uh, I can't legislate for that, lads. I can't legislate for it. Uh, but um, either way, please bet responsibly coming into this weekend. Um, you know, Fourth of July just went for America. I'm sure you spent a lot of your money drinking and stuff over there. So take it handy this weekend. Don't go mad, but. Um, you know, throw a few of these together, you might make yourself a good bit of money putting something small on. But we'll have fun with it. We'll keep it nice. We'll keep it even. And we'll get straight into it. So I'm going to go with my first bet here. Um, and the first bet I'm going for is a guy I really like as a fighter. And that's Kao Bahario. And I'm going to go for him to win by submission at plus uh, 250. Now, uh is fighting Armin Petrosian. Uh, who we might know, he's the brother of the famous kickboxer, Giorgio Petrosian, uh, and he's a pretty good kickboxer himself. He's one of these guys that always lands shots all the time throughout the fight. He's tip-tap, 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 and he has a big knockout blow as well. I'm not just saying he's a, a tip-tap fighter, but that is the way he fights. You know, he just t- con- constantly touching you, constantly throwing different things, and very effective. And it's still only eight fights into his career, so very young uh, in his uh, in his mixed martial arts career. Despite the fact that he's thirty one, you know, only made his debut back uh, in twenty eighteen. Only made his UFC debut uh, at the start of this year when the split decision over Gregory Rodriguez in a fight which he showed a bit about him. You know, he obviously fought in the contender series before that, got a first round knockout. But he showed that when the fight goes to the ground, he's able to get back up. Uh, he's not just one of these guys. You take him down and it's it's over. Now, maybe you can take him down and it's over if you're good enough there. But he has a bit about him. He has a bit of jiu-jitsu and he can defend against a guy, you know, like Rodriguez, who has, what, 16 fights in his career and, you know, four wins by submission. So, uh, And, you know, he went on to, to knock out Julian Marquez in the fight after that. But he's kind of a kickboxer as well. Maybe you can't read too much into that, but what you did see from Petrosian was was pretty good. Um, and in Kaubahario, uh, and a very new guy in the UFC as well, um, he was the co-main event last time out, if I'm not mistaken. So I went back and I watched a good few of his fights for that, and I was so impressed. He fought in the Contender Series twice, um, and he, you know, he he was very very impressive there, and especially in his second fight, and he won it. Uh, he won that pretty comprehensively. Um, he's back at middleweight here, which 
I which I really like because his best performance uh, in the Dana White Contender Series was uh, was in the middleweight division, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I, I it was indeed against uh, against Murray, and that's the defi- uh, that's the division I think he needs to he needs to be fighting at um, when he fought at uh, light heavyweight. Uh, he he just wasn't as good. He was he you know was kind of dragging himself around a little bit and stuff. And I think when he gets down to middleweight, he's stronger, he's faster, and uh, you know it's it's better all around. Uh, it's better all around for him. So I'm I'm glad to see he's back at middleweight again for uh, for this fight at the weekend. Now, if you haven't seen Bahia fight, um, he's really good and a really well rounded fighter. He can throw big high kicks. Uh, he can knock you out with a head kick. He it fights out of the the, the kind of crattiest style, uh, and you'd be forgiven to uh, for for thinking he uh, trained with Leona Machida or something like that. But he actually trained with Damian Maya, and you see that when his fight went to the ground, his last fight went to the ground. His jujitsu looked absolutely great, good wrestling, good talking, good takedowns as well. So this guy can do it all. You know, he went in there and fought a Russian wrestler last time out, and he was the one who got taken down, but immediately turned it over and on top. Next round, he takes it down, dominates him there. So. So this guy can really, really do it all. And when you're fighting someone like Armin Petrosian, who's known as a kickboxer, there's a reason why I'm going for a submission because I think Bahalio will probably try to take him down here. He now, I think he will fight with him on the feet. I don't think this is the one where you go straight across the cage, take him down, and that's it, job done. I think he will fight with him on the feet for a while. I actually wouldn't be surprised if he won on the feet, but I do think there'll be a certain point where he goes. Alright, I'm either losing on the feet, I need to take it down, or I'm winning on the feet, let's put an exclamation mark on this, let's get this guy down, maybe even if he's hurt, get the finish there, or you know, get a, a lot of top control, land a lot of shots, maybe get the, the submission as I'm suggesting here. And the reason I'm going for the submission, one is because of that, um, but two, because Petrosian in that fight against Rodriguez showed that he will not remain on the ground, which in one way is a great thing, you know. He won't, some guys get taken down and they they stay there and lay there. And very easy for me to say, but we're looking at it, they'd probably say the same thing themselves. But there are other guys who hit the ground like Jose Aldon, they jump straight back up, you know, the the floor is lava sort of thing. Well, Petrosian, from that fight anyway, is that sort of fighter? He, the, the the ball, the 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 uh, fight hits the ground. His back hits the ground, and he's the guy, type of guy who tries to pop back up. He tries to even give up his back, you know, go all fours on the ground with the arse up in the air, try to knock you off and then get back out. That's the type of fighter Petrosian is, and um, that is a bad type of fighter to be against someone who's trained with Damian Maya for the last seven or eight years or whatever it is, uh, who's as good as he is on the ground, who, you know, is dangerous in all areas, can also, like, get up from that position and probably pick you up and throw you back down again or land a big shot when you were kind of standing back up. Very dangerous to do against a guy like him. And I, I just think that Petrosian will get taken down at some time during this. I think he will take a risk after he gets taken down, and I think he'd get submitted from taking that risk. Um, I I just think uh, Bahalio showed enough in that first uh, in, in his first UFC fight, uh, in his last fight, that 
uh, enough to suggest that he is very good on the ground as well as good on the feet and that he should have an advantage over a guy who's only eight fights into his career who's predominantly known as a kickboxer and who's only been fighting in MMA for three and a half, four years. Um, And that's the reason I'm going for the submission. Now, we'll get to the rest of the prices uh, a, a little bit later on. But plus 250 to go for the submission. I looked through the other ones. I think that's the best value. Now, could it be a ground and pound? Maybe. Could he knock him on the feet? Maybe. But I, if you were to give me a choice between the three of them and a similar start of price, I probably would go for the submission, especially at that price where it's plus 250. Right, let's talk about my next bet. I'm going for Antonina Shevchenko here, straight up at plus 175. And let me just uh, ch- check that up there, the price there. Yeah, she's still around plus 170, plus 175. Uh, she's taking on Courtney Casey at the weekend. And I don't maybe have as, uh, as much of a breakdown in this fight as I had on that one, only to say that I really respect what Antonina Shevchenko has done over the last few years. Um... You know she's. Uh, did I say? Did I say Casey O'Neill? I meant uh, Courtney Casey because she Casey O'Neill. She fought the last time, and Andrea Lee as well. And she ended up uh, losing both of those fights. But that win over Ariane Lipsky, uh, you know, going to the decision with uh, uh, with uh, with Caitlin Chukagan, you know, those were pretty good. Uh, uh, you know performances and okay I think Andrea Lee is a very good fighter I think Casey O'Neill is a very very good fighter as well but I think against someone like um, like Courtney Casey who is very much you know she doesn't have the, the uh, you know unbelievable jiu-jitsu or anything like that she doesn't have unbelievable striking she's kind of a forward pressure try to put you on the back foot push you against the cage and dominate you there I I think that uh, like if you see some of the names that beat beat her recently, I think she was beaten by someone who could like Andrea Lee, who could tactically fight very well as a striker, and who was also a good wrestler in the middle of the cage. Or Casey O'Neill, who's a very good all around fighter. I I think Shashinko is at her best when someone tries to come on to her and she can throw one two three off the back foot, slip around and get away. I think she's better in the clinch as well. Obviously, you know we know Valentina; she's very very good in the clinch as well. And I think that is probably the best place for Courtney Casey to win this fight if she does win it, to push her against the cage, or the place she will want to win it. I I can't see multiple big double leg takedowns in the middle of the cage against Shevchenko, even though that's what you would probably want against Shevchenko. I just don't think Casey has that in her locker, to be honest, uh, against someone like Shevchenko. Now, I'm, I could be wrong. I could be wrong here again. And, you know, it's funny I'm saying, oh, she's performed very well over the last few years when she's lost three of her last four fights in terms of Shevchenko. But still, you, I think people will get what I mean, especially the, the Lipsky performance where she showed improvements on the ground as well. Um, and I just think Courtney Casey, you know, who has lost two of her last three fights too, got, you know, choked out by Julian Rodriguez, uh, beaten in a striking match by, by J.J. Aldrich in a split decision that was close. But if you look at J.J. Aldrich and you look at um, you look at Shevchenko, you would probably say that, you know, Shevchenko is, is a, a, a better version of J.J. Aldrich in terms of a striker. She's a better, um, you know, a better technician, a better tactician and all of that. And it's probably a good marker for how this fight will go. It pro- I think it'll go to the decision. I think... Uh, I think Casey will put it on her. She'll push her against the cage at times. But we have to remember as well, just pushing someone against the cage, as we saw under Rory McDonald's had a Boussie fight last week, that doesn't win you fights. You have to be landing strikes. And I feel like Casey will have long-term success against the cage. 
but it won't actually do her much and Shevchenko will land strikes and defeat in the outside and end up probably winning the, the winning the decision here so yeah I'm going for Shevchenko just straight up uh, at plus or at minus 175 not not a great price not a great price but I'm trying to get a win on the board here to be honest I don't know I you know I'd second that I actually don't know if I made the best pick there <laughs> I was just trying to get one on the board I do think she will win but I'm kind of after talking myself into maybe Courtney Casey will make it a bit closer than it is but no I, I do think Shevchenko will win that one I just I just don't think Casey's clinch will be enough to get her to the ground. And I don't think that just pushing her against the, the cage in the clinch will be enough to win the decision. So that's the main reason I think Shevchenko will win here. Right. Uh, the next bet here is actually a pretty shocking price, if I'm being honest. Uh, and I'm going for uh, Jared Vandera at plus 145 to win inside the distance against Chase Sherman. Now, if anyone has watched Chase Sherman over the last while, it hasn't exactly been great viewing for the old Vanilla Gorilla. Uh, he basically went in there in his last two fights and ended up tapping before the submissions were really on twice in a row. Uh, he looks like a guy, you know, he was a guy who was cut by the UFC, brought back because they needed someone on short notice. And, you know, maybe it was just he wasn't prepared for that fight, for that one fight or whatever, but I was shocked when I saw he was fighting again in the UFC, to be honest. I thought he'd be a guy who was brought back and immediately cut again, you know, to give him one more fight. That that was plenty. But no, he's coming in there, he's fighting Jared Vandera. And Jared Vandera, look, he's not the best fighter in the world, don't get me wrong. He's lost uh, last three in a row, but look, at least he lost uh, Olenek Arlovsky in a, cl- a close split decision. And a lot, a lot of people thought uh, he won that fight. And in Romanov as well. But he's beaten Justin Taffa. You know, he's beaten Harry Hunsucker over in Dana White Contender Series. Lost to Spivak as well. But, you know, he's not the... I'll be honest, he's not the best fighter in the world. But Chase Sherman, like, does not belong in the UFC. Like, I I don't think Chase Sherman should be even fighting anymore, to be honest. His last two... Uh, and it's, look, it's very easy for me to say, and I don't like, I don't want to be, and I don't like being disrespectful, but I have to call it as it is. Like, his last two... Uh, outings in the UFC were embarrassing. Like they, they were, he gave up. Like he, he. I, I don't like saying it, but the evidence is there. If you go and look at those fights, one of them, the the, the last fight, he just, he tapped before that was even on. Like he literally just gave up. And like, how can he be uh, on the other side of a one four five plus one four five inside the distance against someone like Vandera, who can hit hard? You know, is good on the ground. Can do. You know, can, can kind of do it all. And he also he can take a punch as well. Um, you know he's he's lost eight times, but only two of them have been by KO in the heavyweight division, which you know which means a lot, I think. And he okay, he lost to Romanov by KO in um uh, in the UFC and Spivak as well, and and you know that's it, that's it in his whole career. So if he can get past the first thirty seconds by Chase Sherman, maybe push him against the fence, maybe get a takedown, or maybe if you land a few shots of his own. Honestly, I think this is. I wouldn't say free money, but it's the closest you get, I think. Now, I don't know if there's a <laughs> if there is a money out there for Chase Sherman to win in the first minute. Back that, right? And then back this as well. Because one of the two of them things I think will happen and I think it'll be this one. So I think this is a I think this is a really fantastic prize Vandera inside the distance plus 145. I think that'll happen. I think he'll come out. Chase Sherman will come out and he'll throw a few big shots early. I, I do think that will happen. I do think Vandera will land, start landing a few jabs. You'll see Chase trying to throw right hand. He won't land it a few times. Vandera will probably back him up. 
push him against the cage a bit, land one or two shots to the body, Chase will come out and Vandera land a big shot and Chase will fall down. I think that's kind of what will probably happen. You know, maybe maybe he'll give up a takedown, maybe he'll give up the neck and get choked out or something like that. You know, the, the we look at the price by uh, submission in a second if it's there, but uh, I, I, you know, I think... I think that's I think that's the bet to go for to be honest. Now I look at the bet by submission here. I want, let me let me just see plus five fifty. God Almighty, there you go. And now I don't I don't want to go full like Sean Strickland's going to win by submission. I I take no responsibility for that either. That was all on Sean Strickland and Eric Nixick, whoever's coaching him to fight like an idiot. God Almighty, don't blame me. Don't blame <laughs> don't blame me. That was god awful. But anyway, yeah, I'm going for uh, Vandera there to win plus one four five. The next bet is the one I really struggled with because it's okay. Okay, it's a Saeed Nurmagomedov fight against Douglas Silva the Andrade, and I the you know the graphic will probably be up by now. So I've gone for a Nurmagomedov uh, to win by knockout at plus two eight five, but I was so close to going the other way, so 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 close to uh, to to go the other way. Plus five hundred, the uh, Andrade is to win by KO. And going back and watching both of these lads, um, God, by God, it's it's entertaining to go back and watch both of them. I needed it after watching that snooze fest with Israel Adesanya the other day. I needed a bit of entertainment, and I got it here. D'Andrage absolutely trolled bombs, just big hooks. He was fighting someone. Who was he fighting? Um, Chino Vera. And they said he'd fought um, uh, John Lineker in the fight before. And D'Andrage was a bit like John Lineker, and he is like, he just comes out and throws big bombs of shots. Brilliant. Saeed Nurmagomedov, as uh, uh, John Anik, I think it was, said, no relation to Habib, but I think he trains a bit with the family, or, you know, he's a Nurmagomedov, he comes from that area anyway, but he doesn't fight, per se, like a Nurmagomedov. He is a, a wheel kicker. He's spinning kicks, spinning elbows, spinning back fists, uh, throws big high kicks, high amplitude shots. Is, that's what he's all about. There is a bit of wrestling there as well. Okay, his name is Nurmagomedov. Let's be honest, he can wrestle as well and do a, do a bit of all of that. But this is going to be an absolute banger of a fight. These two lads are going to come out here and they're going to be thrown shapes. They're going to be thrown fists. And someone's getting knocked out. You know, plus 285 I've gone for Nurmagomedov. Plus 500 for... Uh, um, for the Andrade, there was no, there's no bet up at the moment for the fight in by KO. That's the bet I go for. I don't know what it would be, maybe plus one fifty or something like that. That's that's the bet. If it's later in the week, renting, go for that bet. Someone to win uh, by KO. I really think, I really think someone's getting knocked out in this. Both of them just hit too hard. They hit, and they go for it too much not to be, I think. Now, both of them actually have good chins as well and uh, don't, don't get knocked out that much. So maybe it's one of these ones where they just go back and forth and it's a 15-round war, 15-round, 15 15 15-minute war, fight at night type of fight. I do think it will be that. I think this is going to be unbelievable. And I talked about great matchups, maybe not the biggest names, the people know the people. This is a great one. This is going to be... A really fun fight, unless someone gets knocked out early, which I would not rule out whatsoever. The way these two lads hit, it absolutely could happen. So I'm really looking forward to that one, uh, and I'm going for Nurmagomedov via KO at plus 285. Now, on to my flyer. Now, my flyer was going to be Deandraj by KO plus 500, right? And then 
I had all my I had all my watching done for all this car, all my tape study as the, the pros like to call it. And then I got into the main event. I was like, right, let's watch a bit of tape study for this, watched a bit of Fizayev, watched a bit of Dos Anjos, right? And you watched the Fizayev fight, let me just uh, quickly pull up which uh, which fights it was so I don't get it wrong. The Bobby Green fight was the first one anyway. Goes to the third round against Bobby Green and gets very tired. Very, very tired in that third round. More, uh, so much so that I remember talking on the podcast the day after and going, the next time that Fizayev fights or when he fights a, fight, a five-round fight, we're going to be talking about this because it's going to be when he gets to the third, fourth, fifth round, um, what's going to happen? What is going to happen? His next fight, Brad Riley came out and he won by a third round spinning wheel kick KO, but he still looked tired. And Brad Riley looked very, very tired as well, and he was caught up in all of that. Right. Have I assume everyone, if you're watching this, you've more than likely seen a Rafael Dos Anjos fight. And what is he known for? He's known for his unbelievable cardio. His last four fights in a row have all gone to a decision. Three of them into the fifth round. His fight before that, he won it in the fourth round. Um... Uh, he won a yeah he won by submission in the fourth round. His three fights before that all went five rounds. So this guy is fighting five 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 four five three five five. This guy has cardio for days. You remember the beating he put on Anthony Pettis back in the day, right? So that's what I'm betting on in this fight. I'm betting on one guy with superior cardio to most people in that division. And I'm betting on another guy who might have solved his cardio problem, maybe. Right? So that's what I'm betting on. And I'm going for a plus 1,000 for Rafael Dos Anjos to get a KO on this. And this is not going to be a 13-second Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo KO. And if it does, grand, we'll still get paid out. This is, and I hope the bet lines aren't wrong because I got a, a shout out to my friends over on best fight odds. That's where it is. The Sanchez by KO uh, plus 1,000, which seems big, which seems big to me. And maybe, maybe it is wrong. Maybe it's wrong. Maybe I'm a fool. But that's the bet I'm over. I think Dos Anjos will lose the first two rounds, right? I think Fazayev will win those first two rounds. He will land a lot of big shots. I love the way he fights. He, As I said, he lands a lot of big shots. He throws a lot of shots. He throws a lot of different techniques, switch stances. But because of that, he gets tired. And if he doesn't do that early to preserve his gas tank, he will get to a stage probably in the second or third round where he realizes he has to up the pace because it's not going as well for him because the Sanchez is a very good fighter and then he'll fight hard in the second, third, fourth round and get tired in the fifth. So I think I think I think there's a it's a catch twenty two situation here, and I don't think he can afford to step back and not fight at a pace against the Sanchez. And I just think at plus one thousand for the KO, unless those odds are wrong. <laughs> Unless that maybe they can maybe they'll commit the plus seven hundred or eight hundred later on the week, but I'll still go for that anyway because I I think there's good logic to this. Now it might turn out that way. I'm you know when you're betting at the plus nine hundred or plus a thousand or whatever it might be, you know it's not always going to work out the way. This is a flyer. You throw a quid on it and you hope for the best, right? But if 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 this fight goes to the fourth and fifth round and. Dosanyos has survived the big barrage and Fizayev has put on a big barrage. There's only there's look, 
maybe Fizio's cardio had maybe it is an issue. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe I was wrong about the Bobby Green fight and all that. But if that is an issue, we know and we're proven that Dos Anjos can go there and get there. And I don't think Fizio has yet. And is that worth betting plus one thousand on that he shows that late? You know, he gets cut out there late. I, I think it might be. I think it might be. He's never gone to a fourth or fifth round. Okay, all of these fights have gone to decision. Uh, he's ended up winning them. The only fight he's ever lost was uh, in a first round, a uh, first round knockout against Magomed uh, Mustayev. So it hasn't been it hasn't been proven yet. But what we saw in that Bobby Green fight is something that sticks in my mind. And if you want to throw plus one thousand at me, that Dos Anjos, who's a smart fighter, can take advantage of that. I'll take it from you. Let's do it. So yeah, that, those are my uh, my five bets for the weekend. There's some big money bets in there. There's some interesting ones. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they go. Let's run through the other bets uh, from the UFC for the weekend. So if you fancy, um, you know, we'll go, we'll go from the bottom up to the top, actually, here. Uh, uh, so we've Carl Robertson, who is uh, plus one of, or sorry, minus one of five, minus one fifteen for uh, for Kennedy and Juku. That's a fun fight. Um, um, you know, I like Injuku inside the distance there, plus 270. If I was going for a bigger bet from that, I'd probably go go for that. Uh, I think it'll be a fun fight. You know, straight up betting. I would probably go for Kennedy at minus 115 there. Uh, Ronnie Lawrence is minus 140, plus 120 uh, for Sidibu uh, Kakramanov. Uh, Cody Brundage has been around a while he's around plus 105 and even in the fight with Tressan Gore minus 125 Jamie Menarchy's a big favourite over Michael Johnson uh, minus 245 Johnson plus 210 do you know what I like Johnson at that price he looked good last time out he's been training with uh, Sanford MMA you know Ian Gary has said a lot of good things about him and uh, you know I like Michael Johnson he's a very very good fighter and if Menarchy goes in there and he strikes with him and he takes a few shots. He could be out of there very, very quickly. So uh, let's see. Uh, let's see what Michael Johnson is to win early. Johnson wins in round one plus six hundred. Is there a round one KO bet here? Uh, Johnson wins uh, by KO in round one plus six fifty. Go for the plus six hundred there. I would say that's not a, a bad flyer bet at all. Eamon Zahabi's a slight underdog, plus 160 against Ricky Turquois, minus 185. Uh, that bet against Chase Sherman, I can't believe he's only plus 150 here, minus 175 Vandera. Vandera, minus 175, I think is great value as well. Uh, Sinti Calvillo, this is a fight I looked at and kind of avoided. Minus 148 favourite over Nina Nunes, who is plus 128. I, I think Nunes... If she was at her best, and I really liked her, and I think she was very good, I'm not sure where she is in her career right now. Uh, I'd probably just lean Calvillo because of that, but at her best, I would pay, probably pick Nunes. Then we have Shevchenko plus one, or sorry, minus one eighty-five. Uh, Casey plus one fifty. Uh, with Jamie Pickett minus one seventy. Dennis Tulilin uh, plus one forty-five. And in the, the top three big fights, um, Silva Di Andrade plus one ten. Or Magomedov. Um, minus 250 I think it's a closer fight than that to be honest the under two and a half rounds minus 140 the under one and a half rounds plus 130 I probably wouldn't go for that to be honest fight goes to a decision plus 140 fight doesn't go to a decision minus 170 like if you fancy them to just take all their shots the fight to go to a decision might be a bad bet but I just think someone's going to land a big shot here and as I went for plus 285 Nurmagomedov KO um, then the co-main event Armin Petrosian Kaubahayo 
Uh, plus 170 for Petrosian, minus 200 for Bahia. Uh, the under two and a half rounds, minus 140. Under one and a half rounds, plus 145. Fight goes to decision, plus 180. Fight doesn't go to decision, minus 220. So the bookies reckon uh, that this fight will be finished. And I think Bahia will win. So if you fancy that, plus 500 for the KO. Uh, and plus 250 for the submission. So, one of them, if you fancy Petrosian, KO plus 240. Ooh, no, I, would, I wouldn't go for that, to be honest. Uh, and then the main event, Dos Anjos and Fizayev. This is very close. Plus 180 for Dos Anjos, minus 210 for Fizayev. You have to respect what Fizayev has done over the last few years, to be fair. Um... This fight to go to decision is minus 140, plus 110. The fight does, doesn't go to decision, so people are expecting it to go along and expecting it to go to a decision, or the bookies at least, anyway. Um, if you fancy the KO of Dosanius, as I said, plus 1,000. If you fancy Fazayev to get the KO, plus 235. Dosanius by submission, plus 600. Fazayev by uh, submission, plus 2,000. So, um, you know, that's... Some very interesting lines there, and uh, I suppose we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. So I'll just recap my bets before we go. Uh, no other major MMA on this weekend. Um, so yeah, we, we'll we'll stick with the UFC for for this weekend. So my bets for the weekend are as follows: Kai Baharlio to win by submission plus two fifty, Antonina Shevchenko straight up minus one seventy five, Jared Vandera to win inside the distance at plus one forty five. Uh, Saeed Nurmagomedov to win by KO at plus 285. And in my flyer of the week is the former champ, Rafael Dos Anjos, to win by KO at plus 1,000. All right, I will leave it there. My name is Sean Sheehan for SharDog.com, and I'll see you all next time.